Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Growing with Henna. I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this interview. This is the first guest I've ever had on this show. I interviewed my dear friend Sophie. You'll get to know more about her as you keep on listening. Um, I would just like to give a little disclaimer. Sophie lives in a different country, so the call was kind of going in and out the call failed at one point so you'll hear that but I edited it as best as I could so that there's the least amount of interruption but please bear with me and I didn't use my usual equipment we just did the best that we could but it's still a quality episode so I hope that you enjoy it keep on listening okay so first of all let me say that you are the first person that I'm ever interviewing on this podcast. So I'm very honored to have you here. This is really exciting. I was trying to figure out- I am excited. Yeah, I was trying to figure out the tech for a while, but I was like, you know what? If it's under quality a bit, it's okay. I have like this whole, see this setup? This is usually what I use. I'm like- Wow, that's awesome. I also wanted to say, I saw your uh, YouTube video with your song. It, you're amazing. Like, Thank you. That's very kind. Thank you so much. I've uh, I've been wanting to start like a singing YouTube channel for a while, so it's nice to hear um, people acknowledge it and to know that I'm following what I've always wanted to do. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, so for those that don't know you, would you mind giving us a brief introduction of just who you are, what you do, and what you would want people to know about you? Okay. So I am a female's mentor. I am, I specialize in meditation and mindfulness and the inner work. So basically I am trying to, my, my goal on this planet is to be able to help other people uh, gain self-worth, self-acceptance, confidence, and, and to go out there and do what they want with their life, not what they think they have to. So this is what I am trying to help people with because, you know, a lot of people, they get jobs they don't want, they do things they think, they even might think they want, but in reality, that's not true. I'm uh, talking to people a lot about this idea of standards and that sometimes when you see someone succeeding at something, you want to do that too, but that's not the, like, but the reason you want to do that is not that you actually want to do the same thing because you're excited about it. But the fact that other people is, are succeeding in this. And my goal is to be able to help people, you know, gain their self-acceptance and self-worth and confidence in order to understand their true wishes and do what they want to do and be happy because they're fulfilled. It's amazing. Do you feel like there was a certain point in your life where you had this realization what led you to starting this platform was there a catalyst that influenced you or was it kind of gradual over time how was it okay so I think I'm gonna be the weirdest person (laughs) on the planet and I'm gonna say that coronavirus helped me a lot to Mm -hmm. understand what I want to do on this planet. So a little pre-story about me. Um, I started um, learning a lot about meditation, mindfulness, Buddhist traditions, positive psychology, all that around seven years ago. Mm -hmm. But back then it wasn't really popular. 
so people would make fun of me my parents would not understand also and I was very young back then so I was kind of learning a lot but I was not really implementing that because I was constantly getting other people's opinions about that and they were saying that it's so you know not important mental health is not important all that but I always felt like reading and learning about that was really exciting me and then um I started attempting to meditate around five years ago and then I really was able to be able to do that only two years ago like to do it every day to really feel what I'm supposed to feel during meditation practices seeing how it was you know um influencing my body and how it was making my life better and you know I think the point which led me to understanding that this is what I want to do like the job wise was during coronavirus when I was uh, I always wanted to help people and I was always that friend you know people come up to to talk about their issues because I always had good advice and people always told me that they felt comfortable talking to me like I have this energy where they feel like they can trust me even if they don't know me like honestly the best conversations I had with strangers was when they were opening up to me and we like would know each other for a couple minutes same thing like my friend's parents they always loved me and they always trusted me because they kind of felt my energy and that's what they always they were always telling me and then during coronavirus you know I was doing I had to go to Brazil with my boyfriend so I left the U.S. and I was doing online classes and I was finishing up my associate's degree in the community college and then I decided that I want to be able to teach people meditation maybe not on like a crazy level but I wanted to be able to do that because a lot of people were asking me to do like sessions with them you know my friends some family members but I was always unsure about that because I didn't have the degree so I really wanted to get a degree and get certified before I was you know going out there teaching so I was doing that, you know, and it felt kind of nice. And I, I enjoyed every class I took. And that's when I realized that I finished my degree in hospitality. And I finished my meditation and mindfulness training in May. And I decided that I want to combine those two things to have an ultimate goal of having a, like a small sustainable retreat hotel where people would come and where they would be able to really approach this healthy lifestyle, mentally healthy lifestyle was more important. But you know, you always gotta start small. Like I am not a perfectionist. I am all pro growth mindset. So I am 100% growing little by little. I really learned patience this year that like in order for things to happen, you have to wait. You can't like, you know, rush it. So I decided that first I want to do sessions with people, that I want to write a workbook, which would be able to help people on a very good level, same as a session with me would, but session with me would be more expensive than a book, mm -hmm. you know? So I almost finished my book and it's going to be out soon and people will be oh. able to buy it. And this book is different because it is not just another self-help book. It is a workbook. So after every chapter, you have to practice what I preach as I say that. Because you cannot read something and then 
put it back on the shelf and forget. This is what happens with a lot of books, unfortunately. This will be a little different because people will need to approach it. And, you know, I'm, I'm currently building my website because I want everything to look good. And because that's how you create trust with people. Mm -hmm. And then I want to, you know, do that. And then eventually my dream is when, you know, the whole coronavirus situation gets a little easier. I would like to hold retreats in different countries where people could come for 10 days, you know, for a week, whatever we decide later. I, I'm not rushing it 100%. So, like, I could not really share. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my dream is to be able to have those retreats for people where they can meet, they can have someone long distance, far away, they can talk to those people and really connect with each other. And that's how you create a community, you know, and there would be people who would be helping other people eventually, because what they learn from me and from each other, they can go and spread this kindness, basically, you know? Yes, definitely. There's a saying where if you influence one person to influence 10, and each of those people to influence 10 more people and so on and so forth, pretty soon you can change the whole world. And I think what you're doing is amazing. I want to, oh, are you still there? My... I hear you. Okay, cool. My laptop was downloading our last Zoom meeting, so it just switched to a different screen. Um, I have two things I wanna say. First, do you have any information you can give us on your book? Like, where can people get it? What's it called? Or is it too early to tell? If you do have that information, you should definitely share it with me just so people can find you. Okay. So it's called Rewire. Discover your true wishes by shifting your mindset. Okay. Rewired. This is a, this is a workbook where people will need to approach different, not like a different lifestyle, like different things and add to their life to really shift their mindset from a pity party to a happy, fulfilled person. And this book, this is a book where people will need to get honest with themselves, mm -hmm. accept their lights and their shadows, and, you know, be able to grow understanding that nobody's perfect and nobody's just good. Yes. We all have our dark sides. And this is very important to understand and accept. So um, if you're going to leave like my Instagram in the, in the description, mm -hmm. people can first follow me and be able to see how is it going. And second of all, I am currently developing our website. It should be done in a couple of weeks. Okay. I hope I'm working with a wonderful person who's helping me. And the book will be there. Okay. When... When you finish the website, you can just send me the link um, whenever you have it done, no rush, and I'll just add that into the description just so people can have that. There you go. Yes. Okay, so first of all, that's amazing. I'm so excited for your book. You guys heard it here, Rewired. I'm going to get the first copy as soon as oh, I can. Rewire. Oh, Rewire. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I know, look at me. I'm just, okay. Yes, Rewire. Um and second, I love that you're doing retreats because I grew up, I'm blessed that my mother had me so involved in spirituality with her. Although I was raised religiously, she still was always drawn to yoga and meditation and going on retreats. So I would just follow her and that's how I learned. But I found that 
the retreats that I've been on, the events I've gone to, surrounding myself with like-minded people that also find solace in meditation is what changed my life a lot. And there's one retreat that I will never forget that I took recently in San Francisco. You're frozen. I'm not sure if you can hear me. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? I could hear only half of the things you were saying. Now I can. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Basically, I was saying I'm that. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. Um, basically, I was saying that I would grow up going to these retreats with my mom just because she was into mm-hmm. uh, meditation and yoga and the retreats that I've been to, the last one, especially, specifically, that I went about, honestly, the last time I went was like two years ago, but it was in San Francisco. That one, it was only two days long, and it changed my life, and I think around 5,000 people went. I will never, ever forget it, and when I explain it to people, it sounds like I'm on drugs, but... <laughs> we were sober the whole weekend. It was amazing. I might share that another time, but um, the fact that you are creating that in this world and that you see value in it is something that you don't see often within people, and I admire that, and I love that there are people like you, Thank you so focusing much. on this. Of course. Um, what is one thing that you feel like people misunderstand about you? About me? Mm-hmm. or what you're doing and um you know what I think so first of all I look very young mm. I, I honestly I know that I look like a 16 year old especially when I'm without makeup and I'm very petite so people usually uh sometimes they can underestimate me because they think that I'm very young but I always say that first of all never judge a book by its cover that's the first thing yes uh, and second thing, you never know what another person has been through and how much wisdom they carry and how much they can teach you, no matter if they're older or younger than you. And my name from Greek actually translates as wisdom. Aww. So, you know, I'm pretty wisdomous. <laughs> but yes. No, but no, to be honest, um, it's just that, you know, sometimes people really underestimate another person just because of the way they look or how old they are and I think that's a very big misconception because I've met people who were below their 20s and they were wiser than the people who were 70 you know Mm -hmm. so it always depends on a person and their experience and the books they're reading the people they're talking to I have always my whole life I had friends who were 10 years older than me and those people, you know, they were, they were teaching me things that were just incredible. Like, I'm, one time I met this guy in Milan, and he was 33. And back then I was 16, I think. And he went to India. Mm. And he told me all his experience about how he, how he worked, not worked, how he lived in the ashram. And he was wow. helping them there. He was meditating. And that, like, to me, you know, it was like, I want to do that one day. I want to go there one day, you know. So... It's it's about the experience you have. It's not about your age or the way you look. Yes. I agree with you. Age is definitely but a number. There are many there are many older people in my life that I also know that have a very youthful mindset. To put it <laughs> uh, to put it in those terms still because some people just 
if you don't make the choice to grow, then you will stay where you are. And unfortunately, some people don't realize that they're in that place or they know it, but they get so comfortable and they stay there for years and years and years. And that's why age is really but a number. It's at the end of the day, we grow ourselves. It's not about the amount of time we spend on this planet. Unfortunately, a lot of people are not open-minded. Mm-hmm. And what I always say is that a truly spiritual person is a person who has the growth mindset. I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit so people sure. who don't know this theory will understand that. Mm-hmm. So there are two mindsets in people. One of them is a fixed mindset and another one is a growth mindset. The fixed mindset, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You're fine. Okay. A fixed mindset is a mindset of a person who is a perfectionist, who does not want to make any mistakes, who only goes after the things they know they can achieve and are scared to go after the things that they think they can. They do not accept uh, criticism, constructive or not. They are constantly doing only the things they're comfortable in and they do not get out of their comfort zone. The fixed mindset is a mindset where a person understands that failures are okay, they're lessons, they're not a, you know, sin, that it's always great to get out of your comfort zone, to learn new things, to try new things, to make mistakes, to achieve everything you want. And these people understand that everything is possible as opposed to the people with fixed mindset who think that only what they can do is possible and you can't jump over your head. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. a lot of people don't really understand that being a spiritual person is being a person who, first of all, has a growth mindset. And second of all, it's not only being a spiritual person means, you know, you're a nice, good person. You also have to be kind to other people and you also have to be kind to the environment mm-hmm. because altogether that's what makes a spiritual person. A person who doesn't care about other people or the environment, unfortunately, they might not be very spiritual because you yeah. need to be empathetic and, you know, and kind to everyone and everything. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, I think there's spirituality that lives within all of us. I feel like there's not, you know, we all have this energy within us. And I feel like people that stay closed-minded or people that are just confused or people that have never even been introduced to the idea of having an open mindset, you know, because for a long time when I was younger, when I was also in a very dark place, I, oh, the call failed. Call failed, guys. Here, let's just try this. I I don't know what's going on. No, that's okay. Maybe this will be better because it's not using so much. Okay, yes, but what I was saying is um, I think that everyone is born with this power. Mm -hmm. You know, this power that you are tapping into that you... This is the power that has... That makes you feel alive, that gives you passion, that gives you purpose. And I know that everyone is born with this however as we grow up and people start to tell us things contradictory to how we how our true nature is for example maybe someone bullies us one time or we go through some kind of trauma then people just start to build these walls around themselves and they start covering and layering this person that they were born as and that's when people just get confused and you know, for a long time when I was younger, when I was going through my depression and 
um, all of the anxiety and just all of this turmoil I was going through, I just had, I had no idea about the world of spirituality or having an open mindset or a fixed mindset. I just knew that what I was feeling was so intense and I couldn't focus on anything else. And the only thing that really helped me wake up was, mm-hmm. was having people slap me in the face sometimes like you are being very ungrateful and spoiled or you have so much more than you realize and you have a lot more to be grateful for. Or, and these, you know, retreats that my mom would take me on, which is why I'm so grateful for them, because I started being educated in this world of you are not defined by where you are, and this is not where you will end up if you say so. You know, you have a power. You have the power. You have the choice. And that was just something I never, I never understood until someone told me. So I think it's amazing that you are becoming this person that wants to educate people on it, you know, because it's not a matter of if someone is spiritual or not. It's just a matter of who who do people have in their life, you know, because at the end of the day, just like you said, we all need people. We are human beings that crave connection and emotion. And the people that we walk with are the people that make up our personality, our character. And the fact that you want to build a community of people that share this mindset that are focused and growing together is what I believe creates spiritual people. And if anything, it just brings that out of them, you know, because we are all spiritual. So I love that. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear me. First of all, every, yeah. everything you just said is, is amazing. And do you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Everything you just said is 100% true. And I also want to add something to that. Yes. Um, a lot a lot of people think that spirituality is about faith, is about religion. Spirituality is not about just religion. Spirituality mm-hmm. is your faith, your beliefs, your values, your ethics, principles, and morals all together. That's what makes a spiritual person. So a person does not have to confess any religion at all in order to be spiritual. And they can confess any religion they want and they also are spiritual because it's it's a very complex um, topic. And another thing is that a lot of people sometimes, you know, when they talk to me, they're like, so if you are, are you know, interested in all that, are you a Buddhist? Mm. And I'm saying, I am not a Buddhist. I do agree with most of the Buddhist traditions and their, you know, approach to life. I, I admire that so much and I am inspired by it so much, but I am a mindfulness teacher and being a mindfulness teacher, I am explaining to people that this is science. Mindfulness combines science and uh, Buddhist traditions in one thing. Yes. That way a person can really understand everything that's going on through science Mm-hmm. As opposed to the religion, so I, I just thought that this was very important for people to understand that, like you, like to to meditate, you don't have to confess your religion. You know, you just have to. It's it's about calming your mind. It's about being still. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. What um, what advice would you give to someone that is interested in starting meditation or delving into this? world of mindfulness what advice would you give to a beginner okay so i would honestly say that you need to get a mentor a 
if you want better results because I tried meditation, I said I tried it for five years and it did not do anything to me until I found somebody who could teach me how to do it right. Because there are there are a lot of things that you need to, you know, understand how to do to do it right. And you need to understand what type of meditation you want to do because people think that, you know, they think meditation, you're going to sit on the top of the mountain, uh, close your eyes, you know, do a lot of pose, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. In reality, this is this is like this is not how it works, you know. Because like, for example, I can't meditate in a lotus pose because for me it's very painful, and I yeah. want to do a more deeper practice. So I sit in a half lotus, where yes, it eventually gets painful because your body stays still, mm -hmm. but you can handle it, you know. Yes. And there are so many meditation techniques. There is a spiritual meditation. There is a movement meditation. There is art therapy. Everything where you are focusing on one thing and that one thing only in a non-analytical way, this is meditation. And a person, I can actually, it's one exercise from my workbook, but, you know, I think it will be very beneficial to people to do. So I'm going to share it here. Okay. Um, a person needs to take a piece of paper mm -hmm. or a glass of water, anything they have, any, any object, like even like a candle. And put the stopwatch right by them. They need to observe the object in front of them and try to just look at it without analyzing, without thinking, oh, it's white. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of paper. Or oh, I can do something with this piece of paper, you know? They just need to be able to look at this without having any other thoughts or analyzing the object. Mm -hmm. And they need to turn on the stopwatch to see for how long they... They can actually do that because the beginners can't even last five seconds. Mm -hmm. So this is a very cool check, attention check, basically. Yes. Um, that's amazing. I, I agree with you in that it's important to have some kind of guidance when you first delve into the world of meditation because I always found also that, you know, when I was starting, I started in like a yoga class, you know, and then from there it was easy for me to find my own ways, like gui even guided meditations like through apps or something would help me a lot in that I, rather than having my mind race all over the place, I could listen to someone and have them direct my thoughts mm -hmm. into things that would serve me. So I think that's something... um very helpful that you just said. And also, I want to add to that in that, you know, when you first begin meditation, and I'm sure you had this experience also, and just to the audience, to anyone who is interested in beginning meditation, when you begin and your mind is racing, do not judge yourself for it because... Yes, exactly. Yes, because that's just, honestly... Meditation is about rewiring your brain. It's about it's about it's about learning how to be present in a moment. And when you're just starting, things are going to be how they are in your mind. It's just feedback. Your mind is going to race. Even now when I meditate sometimes my mind still races, but the point of meditation is to observe where your mind is going and to bring yourself back gently. And I think also what really helps is just setting a timer and overall giving yourself grace because the intention is love and the intention is to keep yourself grounded and present. And as long as you keep going, 
then that is where faith is created within yourself. It's about creating faith within yourself. So that's amazing. You inspired me, Sophie. <laughs> yes. 100% sign up uh, under everything you're saying. And another thing that people need to understand that even those Buddhist monks who are in the lotus pose, who are there at the mountains, their mind also wanders, not as often as somebody's who's just, you know, approaching meditation and learning, yes. but their mind also wanders because we are humans. Our mind cannot, you know, be still 100%. No, it wanders. Yes, for, for me, for example, my mind wanders uh, rarely in my meditation, but it still does. And, you know, when, when people were doing, um, when the scientists were, you know, doing the MRI on monks during their meditation, what they've discovered is that they still have, uh, you know, moments where their mind wanders, but it might happen once in maybe 40 minutes or once in two hours. Yes. But it still does. It and, still does. Yes. And it's normal and, and it will never go away and it should not be discouraging. Yes. Practice makes mindset. perfect growth mindset exactly yes definitely i love that so much thank you so much sophie for being my first guest ever you broke my hey. podcast guest um not having streak i don't know even what to call it my words um do you feel like there is any closing remarks that you'd like to add what is one thing that you want to leave our listeners with um i think i would just say that no no matter what you're going through, you need to understand that everything is temporary and a lot of things are really about your mindset and not about the actual situation. If it's like, you know, you posted this Instagram um, post in the stories today, which I saw and I reposted it because it was awesome where, you know, those two people are looking at beef and one people were thinking about the honey and the other one about death about poison yeah. and that's so true about everything in this life yes. that you can look at the situation in a very different way like i can bring myself an example from america when i saw that everything was going crazy my boyfriend who is brazilian suggested we go to brazil i do not speak the language i you know it's it's very hard and it might be very uncomfortable for me but you know i was like you know what this is actually interesting because one day I'll be able to say I lived in Brazil and I learned that language. Yeah. So it's all about the mindset. Of course, we all have our struggles. Of course, we have problems. Life is not one way. Balance is exactly in light and darkness. And this is important to understand and work through that. Don't throw yourself a pity party. Look for ways to change that and it starts within yourself. Your environment will never change if you won't change. Yes. Mic drop. Snaps everywhere. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> I love it. Well, where can people find you on Instagram, Sophie? What's your... Just say it here so if anyone wants to just look it up real fast, they can pull it up. What's your Instagram? Okay. Where can people find you? So it's Eonoya Sophie, and I'm going to spell that because some people cannot yes. pronounce that because it's a Greek word. It's e u e u n o i a a-S-O-P-H-I-E. Eonoya Sophie. Okay, perfect. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on today. And I hope, I wish you the best in continuing to grow your platform and your business. I think what you're doing is amazing. I'm honored that you're the first person I'm speaking with because we have 
very like minds and I feel like I could just continue this conversation with you for hours. <laughs> but thank you so much, Sophie. I'm very grateful to have you in my life. Thank you so much, Hannah. I really, really love you and I also appreciate you and what you're doing because, you know, sharing your struggles with people helps them to understand that they're not alone and that's very important what you're doing. Yeah, Thank you. That warms my heart. Now we're both leaving with fuzzy feelings. We're having a fuzzy feeling party. Aww. Aww. Yeah, it's the great end of the day for me. It's already 8 p.m. here, so it's a wonderful end of the day for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. All right. Well, thank you. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye.